the Back Fence with Tony Kemp. One thing that the Warriors have learnt during this campaign is that if you don't have your very best team out on the pitch, then it's extremely hard to compete and get a win against most teams in the NRL. And if the Chiefs' manner had taken any notice of that simple fact, then their unbeaten record may still be intact. At a half-built stadium in New Plymouth on Saturday night, the Queensland Reds broke their 21-game losing streak in New Zealand. They took the informed Chiefs by surprise, who had simply taken this game way too lightly. While we have been praising the Chiefs' attacking skills this year, they look clunky and out of ideas at times. In comparison, this Reds team defended extremely well, right down to the final play of the game to deny the Chiefs and give them their first loss of the season. I wonder what the ramifications of this unexpected loss will mean as they prepare to get back to their winning ways. The Crusaders, on the other hand, looked the total opposite of the Chiefs against the Blues. They once again denied the Blues any chance to brag by keeping them at bay in the other big clash. So has the Chiefs' bubble finally burst? And are the Crusaders again timing their run to perfection? One thing is for sure, this will be a week of deep reflection for the Chiefs and there's no doubt we will see a full-strength side back on the pitch against the Canes. But have the Reds given the other Super Rugby teams the belief that the Chiefs' manner are actually now beatable? I certainly think that the Crusaders now believe exactly that. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Yeah, 100% Kempy. Um, talking to a lot of Chiefs supporters, they just overplayed it. They overplayed it at times. Um, you just, that old saying, you got to earn the right. And for the Chiefs, they, they didn't quite get that right and they never earned the, the opportunity or the, the right to go wider and open them up and probably just lacked a bit of control. I felt in that game, being able to, you know, when there's an opportunity to run it, that's been the Chiefs all year. They run it from everywhere, and that's their biggest weapon to be able ability to open a team up from from really any part of the field. So they lack there. So probably just times there to to kick it a little bit more. But on the flip side, I said it earlier, this will be good for the Chiefs. This will be good for them to just a little bit of a wake up call. Um, you know, really they they made tunnel chart. They had no um, they had no Kane. They had no Webber. You know, they had um. You know, a lot of players missing in that outfit that uh, will be there come playoff series. But on the, on the flip side, hey, the Crusaders, they're just chipping away. I'm a little bit worried. We're going to talk to James Marshall shortly in the propping area. Joe Moody obviously got injured. He walked off. They're already lacking so many props up front. George Bowers out. So a lot of key front rowers. And that's their, that's their go-to. The Ford Pack is where they have won so many titles over the last couple of years. Their ability to be strong at the scrum, the line-out. Now, um, if they lose Joe Moody, they're really lacking in that department. Oli Jager made a comeback, um, played his 50th game, but, yeah, they're heading in the right direction. Crusaders, they know what it takes to win at the final series. Um, I'm expecting them and the Chiefs definitely to be coming up against each other, maybe in the final. If not, it'll be a semi-final, and... Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be hard for them to beat. But yeah, look, it's there was a lot of chat about the refereeing in that game. Uh, Nick Berry with uh, a couple of decision-making. Look, it was a knock-on. Blatant knock-on when um, Papali'i went through and, and hit Moonga and then Tamaiti Tum- Tum- Williams knocked it on. Mm. 100% knocked it on. There shouldn't have been a try. But they missed it and they carried on and then obviously Leicester Fahinuku scores in the corner. But the refereeing side of it, what'd you, what was your take on it? You think it was pretty one-sided? Uh not really. I just look. I, I with that refereeing stuff. It's sort of 
Mate, I don't know enough about rugby union and the rulings of the game other than the amount of times that they put their hand out. You can ping them. You can ping in rugby union for anything, you know. Mm. And I, you know, the, the question that I have, like, in reflection, like, do you do you go well? I've now put a heap of pressure back on my team because I put these players back in: Tukuho, Brad Weber, Sam Kane. You know what I mean? And they've got to go out and perform this week against one of the top teams. They'll be there in the semi-finals. Um, but if they don't get the job done, then everybody starts to look at you. You know what I mean? Well, I thought it would have been better to go on and wipe, wipe. Um, Queens in and out and give your, your boys a chance to just go into these games at the top of their game um, given the fact that there's only three games left in the, in the comp in that comp before the semis so you look at the Crusaders run back in mate, they, they actually will hit the semis in, in form because they've got good teams to play um, they're up against the Moana this week but I think the next two uh, Kiwi teams uh, are Waratahs and then I think they finish with the Canes as their last game mate they'll be mm. they'll be They'll be ramped up, ready to go. So, yeah, this close to semis, uh, it's not mid-season. You know what I mean? It's building. I know what you're meaning, Kempi. Yeah. I know what you're meaning, like momentum stoppers. Mm. And when, you, when you've got to select players and you've got to give them opportunities because it's a long season. And squad depth is important in this because you might get an injury come playoff time. So you have to play these players to see if they're ready, see if they're up to it, and just get a good look how they react under pressure. Um it doesn't worry me because there's still three games to go. Yes, if they drop this next one against the Canes, it gets a little bit more worrying. But then they've got another two performances to try and find that um, that performance that they're after. So if it was, because the Chiefs playing uh, the Force in the last game, and then if they made those changes there, I'd be really worried, knowing that they're going to a quarterfinal where it's still die, and you 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 know your momentum stopped. Now you got to find that momentum. There's a little bit of doubt sown in their heads. Um, that would be worrying, but for me, I'm I'm not quite worried because they've still got game, they've still got time to really get their game back to where they want and where they whether they want to win. And just on the refereeing, if you look at Nick Berry, mm. the one thing I notice is like the advantage over. Yeah, you know, like he was he was holding on to advantage for ages, and they'd make ten, fifteen meters, and then he'd go back and 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 blow it up, and then the momentum stopped, and the game stopped start. Whereas you look at Paul Williams on Friday night against the Reds Chiefs, he was very, very good mm. at just letting the game play. The ball in play was in for a very, very long time. Advantage was over quick. Even if they were making 10 metres, he'd let the advantage go and just let them play it out instead of stop starting. So total comparisons are there between the two styles of refs. I thought Paul Williams was outstanding. I thought Nick Berry did an okay job, but I can understand probably some Blues uh, frustration with a couple of decisions and stop starts. Weren't able to get any momentum, and uh, there's plenty to talk about. Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five oh eight to eleven. The phone lines are open, and remember, we're giving away an Alexandra Racing package, a table of eight valued at twelve hundred dollars. And well, all you have to do is just give us a call, and if you're an outstanding caller, well, you go into that draw, and we'll announce the winner in a couple of weeks' time. We're giving you a chance every Tuesday, Thursday. At around 8.40ish, the phone lines are open, but they're open every single day throughout the show. So if you've got any reaction to Kempe's off-the-back fence in terms, are you worried the Chiefs going down against the Reds? Does that worry you, or you got no worries knowing that there's games in hand and the players that they were missing? Let us know on 0800 150 We're going to shoot off. We'll come back with some headlines from the one and only Joey B. We've got a Choices Flooring Poll, and we've got Andrew Webster. Coming up, the Warriors head coach. If you've got any questions for him, double eight, double three, 
on the Temper Bedpost text machine. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand.